0: (laughs) It's already 7.03! It's 7.03! It's 7.03 and we're coming at you live from Kathy Anders podcast. (laughs) Except we're not. Except we're not. We're having some technical issues and we're getting them fixed as we speak.
1: (laughs) But
0: first, a message from our sponsor.
2: All right. Hello. And if we're on right now, welcome to the Catholic Nerds podcast. This is Scott Smith.
3: Mary Reed. Cody Reed. And our special guest. introducing guests. myself?
0: Okay. Eric Dumont. Wow. <laughs> I'll introduce myself then. There, there you go. go. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to do
2: it. And welcome to Kevin Nerds Podcast. This is your Knightly source for quality Catholic.
3: Nerds. Hey. Oh, <laughs> oh, gosh, God. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. we're going to be
2: talking about the Knights, the Kniggets of Columbus tonight, specifically Me. Father McGivney. But coming up later, we're going to be talking with Eric Dumont, um, who, you know, we just introduced. Uh, at RPG Catholic um, on Twitter and Pressy e to Start on YouTube. We're going to be yeah. going over... Uh, we've been doing a lot of meet, uh, Zoom meetings playing Catholic Dungeons & Dragons. So, you know, don't judge us. <laughs> <laughs> or do. Either way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eric has made uh, just this a beautiful uh, quest for us that is completely um I think any faithful Catholic would feel comfortable uh, listening to it and uh, joining in with us. We've got a whole series of episodes about it, Um,
0: backlogged forever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it may never
3: end. I.
0: I... We got to we got to post it at some point. Yeah,
3: eventually. Eventually. Yeah,
0: eventually. We're gonna. We should just start a YouTube channel and just like start putting them there, and then eventually get like some RSS feed or something for it. Unless you want to post it for Catholic nerds.
3: We'll figure that out later. Okay. But That's then, not the topic
0: at hand. But totally it would be, great. But it'll be great. It'll
2: be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, tonight, um, and, you know, we'll probably, I'll pa- pass my, pass the sword, since we're talking KC's, probably pass the sword <laughs> to Cody, um, we're going to be talking about Father McGivney. Tonight.
3: Yes. Okay. So, um, for those of you that do not know, uh, Father Michael J. McGivney, uh, is going to be beatified what? on October 31st uh, of this year. All right. Which is really exciting. Um, and so for those of you who don't know who Father McGivney is, uh, so the Knights of Columbus, uh, was founded by Father Michael J. McGivney back in the 1800s. Uh, Give you kind of a brief history of it. Uh, So back in the 1800s, there were a lot of Irish Catholic immigrants coming over from Ireland because of the potato famine, okay, Uh, including the parents of a one, Michael J. McGivney. Uh, He was American-born, and... uh, became a priest. Uh, he, he went to seminary at the age of 16 uh, and actually shortly afterwards he had to leave seminary to come home because his father had actually died while working uh, and so he had to go home to take care of his siblings. Uh, he couldn't afford to continue his education at the seminary uh, and then the bishop said, you know what, we're going to pay for it. We we want you to become a priest, and so he ended up being able to go back to seminary and and finish his studies. Uh, and so Father mcginney became ordained, and uh, then he got placed in New Haven, Connecticut, at Saint Mary's Church. And uh, apparently, one of my children needs to go potty.
1: Let me go potty. I need to go
3: potty. Rose, please don't yell. Okay, so anyways. so Father Michael McGivney was a priest in St. Mary's uh, Church in New Haven, Connecticut. And uh, what was happening at that time is, is, if you're not familiar with the the immigration of the Irish, uh, the Irish, uh, when they ca- came over, a lot of them became uh, indentured servants. Uh, a lot of them got the worst of the worst jobs. Uh, they didn't they didn't have a whole lot of money coming in, but the breadwinners were working their butts off in order to provide for their families, and they had very dangerous jobs. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of times, the breadwinner would not make it home. And uh, because of that, the children would be uh, pulled apart from their families and become orphans and then spread across and taken away from their Catholic faith. Uh, so Father Michael McGivney saw this happening and said, we have to do something to stop this. And so he gathered some men in the basement of St. Mary's Church. And in 1882, he started the Knights of Columbus. Uh, and and um, uh, the, the first council was chartered on May 15th of 1882 okay and that date's significant and and, and i'll tell you why in just a minute uh it's more significant uh to to kind of the modern day faith it's so exciting
1: (laughs) he gets really excited
3: (laughs) so we'll break here all right so introduced father michael mcgivney uh who founded the knights of columbus and he started it as an insurance company a way to provide for catholic families uh, if they lost their breadwinner or a member of the family,
4: because I mean, immigrants were working a lot of really dangerous jobs. Correct. Right. Like, oh, you said that. Yeah. Sorry. Whenever. I was yeah. dealing with a child. Yeah, who was in the bathroom.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and, but basically, um, where was I going with that? I'm really sorry. Yeah, she threw me off. Anyway, started as
0: an insurance company. Started as an
3: <laughs> as insurance, insurance company to provide income for families that uh, that lost their breadwinner uh, and. 138 years later we're doing the same thing today we have over 120 billion dollars of life insurance in force we're one of the six most financially strong insurance companies in north america right now we're actually tied for first with five other companies which is fantastic uh but on top of that we give like 180 million dollars to charity in a year uh, and 75 million man hours volunteer uh so we're actually doing really well. We're, we're pretty excited about the Knights of Columbus and what the Knights of Columbus do. Uh, and this was all started by this parish priest. Okay. That's the title of the book about Father McGivney, parish priest. Uh, and the purpose of that title is actually because a, a lot of times uh, bishops and archbishops Hi. and everyone, they, they, they get a lot of recognition um, and there wasn't a whole lot of recognition for the parish priest. Uh, and the the efforts that they put forth. Uh, So what's really exciting
4: uh, about
3: Father McGivney, oh, Rose is coming to say hi.
4: They can't see you.
3: Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So one of the really exciting things about the upcoming beatification of Father McGivney uh, is actually if he gets one more miracle, and we're going to talk about that process in just a moment as far as how to become a saint. If
4: he gets one more miracle. If, if
3: one so. more miracle is attributed to Father Michael McGivney. Uh, For, to his intercession. To his inter- through his intercession, yeah. he'll become Saint Father Michael McGivney or Saint Michael McGivney. Um, and he will be the first American-born male saint which is pretty awesome, which I was, I was,
4: I was like, really, there's no other, apparently, all the other male saints were born somewhere else,
3: right, yeah, and immigrated over to America, so there were some American male saints, and, you know, there's American female saints, but uh, for the male saints, none of them were born in America, Yet, uh, but there are a few that are kind Fulton of Sheen, in line, right? right? Fulton, Fulton Sheen, Sheen could, be Fulton beat, Sheen Sheen could beat him to it. Um, uh, there's uh, blessed uh, blessed Casey, uh, uh yeah. blessed
2: Silos. Well, Silos was born in Germany, okay. Silos oh, was go. born
3: in Germany, so not American
2: One, one cool thing about uh, blessed Silos while he was in the womb was the first Christmas that Silent Night was ever played like in he's Germany.
1: There? yeah like, oh, while he's like, in his there. like
2: he and silent night were born together like he was <laughs> <laughs> he and
1: silent
3: night
0: were born together cool. yeah, i like that
2: yeah and what's the um uh what's the Rather uh stanley <laughs> blessed stanley rather out of oklahoma i think he went down to south america and was
3: th- yeah martyred yeah, yeah but so there's a lot of people up in that line right and and they're they're heading in that direction but father McGivney could be the first american-born saint if all things go uh the way that you know they need to go um which kind of brings us a little more to his story but first let's uh let's actually talk about the process of becoming a saint yeah yeah so um the first thing you got to do is die (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, the first thing you got to do is, is uh, well, you let definitely. God's grace work through you well, and well, yes, holy life yes. and,
0: Right uh, No, no and no, then, jumping no jumping off a cliff or anything. Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, I you don't necessarily no. need to be baptized as long as you're, if you're a martyr, you know, baptized by blood, red, red baptism. Mm-hmm.
4: Which we were talking about that he may be sort of a martyr in a sense because, and Cody was going to get to this yeah. later, I think, mm-hmm. that he died during oh. a, drum roll please, a pandemic. Pandemic. And,
1: and i was
4: going to get to that, um, that and we can talk more about that yeah. but we so we are, you, are you saying
0: right now that we should be making a lot more saints right now in the church
4: we <laughs> during we the should pandemic the yeah plus i suspect i don't know this i'm making stuff up but he probably caught the illness from ministering to others so he's kind of a pandemic martyr basically mm-hmm. like like living out his priestly vocation in spite of danger to himself
3: yeah. So pretty
4: cool. So, I yeah,
2: actually beautiful. got a great, great aunt that died as a nurse um treating people the um this nineteen nineteen Spanish influenza
1: Oh wow um, uh-huh. pandemic.
2: Um she's down in New Orleans and her name she is an Ursuline, her name is Sister Saint Vincent de Paul. Ah so, Saint
4: Vincent de Paul. That's <laughs>
1: my patron saint.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. If she were to become a saint, she would be Saint, Sister, Saint, Vincent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's kind of like nice. Francis
4: Xavier Silos. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. got all these That's saints. That's
3: a double. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. So, process of becoming a saint. You die. You have to wait up to five <laughs> years after death to actually pursue the cause for canonization. Now, there have been cases where that five years has actually been pushed to the side right like they, they've ignored that go ahead eric
0: st john paul ii
3: saint john paul ii was one of them Mother right? i mean that uh, mother teresa I, was another I, like they, they they i'm were... not gonna feel
0: very smart because everybody knows that <laughs>
3: <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, there are a few others uh, i believe saint maria garetti uh was actually one that the five years was dispensed for um which is pretty awesome um but so you have to wait five years to open up calls for their canonization uh, and then the first step is uh, having your case uh, reviewed and uh, uh, reviewed and becoming a um, servant of God. Uh, so they, they take a look at your life and make sure you live the life of heroic virtue. Real,
2: real, Cody, real fast before um, uh, when Ashton and my, when my wife and I were at, in uh, our honeymoon in Rome um we went to the Wednesday audience uh that was Pope Benedict at the time and uh it was cool you know they did the spousy novelli thing they uh Benedict blessed all the newlyweds that had come in for that um for the Wednesday audience and we were all in our all the brides were in their wedding dresses and all the grooms were you know well we were just (laughs) but um and they presented the cause for canonization at that Wednesday audience for Fulton Sheen.
1: What? That's yeah, awesome. That that's awesome.
2: The diocese, awesome. <laughs> I think it was the diocese of Peoria, Illinois, where he was born, well, I think where he was born, brought forth the, the cause for canonization. So that's, you know, um, you know, f- stepwise. wise that's, that's how you do it.
3: You bring it forth right. to the Pope. Right, and it has to be the bishop of the diocese where the person died right? Uh, mm-hmm. They have to be the one to open up the cause and bring that towards to the Pope uh, to review. And, and then they review to make sure that you live the life of heroic virtue. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it was, I think that's the point. Uh, but then you become, or no, that's step three is the heroic virtue where you become venerable. But first you become a servant of God when the bishop brings it to the Pope. You uh, become a servant want- of God. Uh, and then after that, the Pope reviews it and says, absolutely, we're gonna open up this cause for canonization. Uh, we're gonna pursue and 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 see what it's like. And then you become venerable, right? Uh, which is a pretty awesome step to be at, right? Because uh you you've you've shown a, a proof of a life of heroic virtue. Um, and what does that mean? Any ideas? That's um, that
4: you were nice.
3: That you were nice, <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah. <that you> <laughs> Heroic yeah, they, Are you really wanting us to? Yeah, yeah.
0: They would, you went above and beyond, and you gave 150 percent, two hundred percent, thousand
2: Martyrdom counts or should yeah. count. Martyrdom, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. and oftentimes martyrdom actually skips the first few steps.
1: You <laughs> like you, 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 you automatically become miracles. like
3: blessed. Uh, That's with, always like, been my number one. That's your goal. Uh, That's your goal, goal. yeah. <laughs> But you only that's have to great. have one uh, yeah, miracle <laughs> attributed to your intercession. It's like a,
4: a saint uh, If You're a
3: martyr. Yeah, I
4: think, uh, just get martyred. It's like on the
2: game of life, you know, you can either like, be, you have yeah. two paths to choose. I want to just like, you know, have choke on the that's dice not. and go straight to, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah. So so then you become venerable after they you prove uh, get proof of a life of heroic virtue, right? Become venerable so and so you know um and then once the first miracle is is uh attributed to your intercession uh and it's been reviewed and uh there's no other explanations kind of thing the pope approves your cause for beatification
2: uh, which is where we're at uh, Uh, you want to go over like miracle review We want to talk about that right now? You want to circle back to? I was going to talk about the miracle problem God beginning right now. Actually, yeah. No, no, like just the general process. Like for what's
4: the miracle. definition? Of oh, a what's the definition of Which miracle? Which they just yeah. talked about that. Has anyone seen that thing with zach Efron that's on Netflix right now?
1: Uh. Uh-uh. <sighs> okay. Episode it's two was pretty interesting. They went to what Liz, is? Um,
4: uh, um. And they talked about what it takes to be a miracle. For yeah. Church, like what the church, do, do the church any is of our called?
3: our viewers know what that show is called because I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Something about earth.
2: Well <laughs> then, and this is, you know, this is a part of the process where in reviewing the the medical evidence for a, a miracle, um that's where they bring in the devil's advocate, you know, is there any other possible exp- explanation. Yep. Um this some of the things I like are, you know, different kinds of miracles that count. Cuz yeah, I mean yeah. obviously you know, being healed miraculously uh, of a disease or, or, um, you know, or other need for healing. um, That's, that's, I think what everybody thinks about, but there's, uh, let's see, I've got a list of three others, other kinds of miracles that can count. Yeah. All right. Um, Now this is not counting extraordinary events during their life. Which there's three of those that are pretty awesome, and we can talk. We'll talk about those. But three other things besides miracles that occur to the body, let's say after death, can y'all think of any?
4: Ooh, Uh, incorruptible. Incorruptible.
0: Oh, you beat me to it. (laughs) And only that's the one I know.
4: (laughs) We're all like that incorruptness.
2: Yeah, so, so cool. incorruptibility, uh, you know, like Saint Catherine of Siena and Maria, speaking of Maria Goretti. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a lot That's of monasteries cool. where they open up the crypts, and there's you know, like look at t- all these t- incorrupt people. Yeah, we're right. like, uh, put some on because we don't know their names. Let's just. Keep going. <laughs> and
4: have you all seen pictures of Saint Bernadette? Yeah. Like she's like glowing. Like, she looks, like, young and vibrant, and it's incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. I have to look at right it now. I think Z- Vincent de Paul, too, was, was considered uncorrupt for a while, but I know right now his uh, – he actually has a uh, mask What's wrong uh, is to, they had even to if it's them. just
3: a part cover- of the body that is incorrupt, they'll, they'll consider that, it mostly incorrupt.
4: Which wasn't – yeah. when they burned Joan of Arc, wasn't her <laughs> heart left? I think. Oh, I didn't
3: know. I don't know. I think her heart was incorrupt. I'm trying right? to remember. Awesome. There's yeah. another saint. It's just her hand that's incorrupt. That, well,
2: I know a saint, and we saw it in person. Um, when, we, when we were in Rome, we went by Padua, where mm-hmm. the Basilica of St. Anthony oh. is. And he, he was a great order, right? He gave great homilies. Can you guess yeah. what part of him was incorrupt? Just his tongue. Isn't that isn't that cool? That's so nice. cool.
1: That's
2: um, okay, so yeah, incorruptible.
1: <laughs>
2: um. Any other guesses? Them off? I don't.
1: Oh. we're doing a
0: great job as Catholics.
1: Like is it that they, <laughs> is it
4: like that if they like prayed over someone and they were healed during their lifetime?
0: Or no, this it, is like, only
2: stuff after death.
4: After death. Okay.
2: Um. Now, not just incorruptible, but a separate one is if, even despite corruption, there's an odor of sanctity.
1: Oh, which is that roses,
2: roses, or, or whatever. You
1: know? but ty- um, typically. Like,
2: wow, that is not stinky. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
4: Of- well, I could actually <laughs> hang
0: out in here. Yeah. I feel like that
4: should come up in a Dungeons and Dragons game. Like you notice, roll i I'm some head good head. ideas. <laughs> There's an odor, odor of sanctity souls. in this field. You
0: know, I mean that's that's yeah. kind of what Scott has as as a paladin. His um, um, what is that? Channel divinity, I think.
1: You smell Where good, he can, Scott. when smells good. Can be based on he real life somehow?
0: It, it, I mean, they might have taken inspiration from that. I don't know. But when when the paladin uses this ability, when there is a celestial scent. being nearby, they smell something very sweet or feel very interesting. <laughs> <at>, at- <laughs> Whereas <laughs> if there's a demonic okay. force nearby, it smells <laughs> like acrid and... Um, very sulfurish and nasty and stuff. Yeah. we
1: need to hope no.
0: that
4: um, our paladin doesn't get coronavirus.
0: And- Do
1: that. To smell.
4: Actually,
0: <laughs> actually, pal—well, um, not to get too far into a rabbit hole. Paladins are immune to disease. Yeah. So, oh. everyone else is not, though. So, you
2: know. <laughs> so I can I can't be martyred <laughs> by tending to the sick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And we're, we're yeah. in, we're in 1503. I'll have to. Oh, bubonic maybe. time. I don't know when the bubonic ah! plague showed up, but.
1: Yeah, I think it's right. <laughs> well. There was another <laughs> plague that showed up about,
2: There's another plague that showed up about that time called. It's called what? Protestantism?
0: Oh, yeah. oh.
3: <laughs> we're oh, we're my finger's off anyway. <laughs> that <Yeah>. pandemic. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Anyways. Sorry. Uh, we we <laughs> love our, third third our Protestants, brothers. <laughs> brothers and sisters, yes. As, what's the third one, Scott? Friendly jab.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um do y'all have y'all heard of San Gennaro or Saint Genesius? This he, sounds familiar. He's <laughs> one that this occurs every year. Just ringing a bell. Um, liquid action. Uh,
4: so. <laughs> Something that happens every year.
2: Yeah, for Saint uh, Barrow's blood, once a year, liquefies. Uh, liquefies. It, it, the process is yeah. called oh, liquid action. Uh, oh,
1: wow. so if you're, you know,
2: the, the blood crystals of your, um, uh, 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 um that also is an indication, a miraculous indication of your sainthood, that you're in heaven. Nice, which I always thought that was one of the cooler
0: ones. Yeah, interesting.
2: Cool. Yeah. So and now I've got and I've got three things, uh, other extraordinary events during the life of a saint that were reported during their life. Can y'all think of some? Stigmata. Yeah, mm-hmm. stigmata, uh, like like Saint Francis of Assisi or even Saint Rita had just you know it's yeah, not but... just the it's not just the. Uh, in the
1: hand, like
2: said, and also, Saint right. Rita had the nice feminine approach to the stigmata, rise more delicate. Had uh, you know, like,
1: uh, uh,
2: on her forehead, the crown of thorns. Mm-hmm.
3: And then there, there are some saints that experience the, uh, the, the piercing in the side as mm-hmm. well. I can't remember the names right now. And, presumably not,
4: and, through and, the heart. and not through
3: the heart. Yeah, obviously. Um, and and if I'm not mistaken, like there are some that have been known to like detail their experience but not have physical signs right but, but they like they detail their their full experience and it's kind of in line with what the suffering of christ would or, have been
2: or like an invisible stigmata right.
3: Mm.
1: Right.
2: Um, yeah, so if i were to say saint joseph cupertino does that ring a bell of what they might be able to do
3: Tereznos.
2: He's the uh patron saint of pilots because of this. He when saying math oh, yeah. I I know.
1: I know. Yeah, he it's ser- it. <laughs> ah,
3: it's levitation. There's nothing <laughs> like defying
1: the laws <allows> of physics. And <laughs>
3: by location. <laughs>
2: um, and then um and then the third one, can you all think of it? By location. By location. I guess that should have been the second one. Oh, wow.
1: but yeah (laughs) Yeah,
2: like uh hearing confessions from like five people at once you know Mm -hmm. or he'd be like talking with some people and hearing confessions you know down the road um you know what's interesting this is a little i've got a um since dune the movie dune is coming out uh, which maybe we'll talk about in an upcoming episode or something but um, and i've got the theology of sci-fi book coming out and one of the interesting things i did some research on this may nobody may know what i'm talking about but in dune uh, paul atreides is the kwisatz haderach right that's like the messiah like, of the dune universe <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's interesting it's interesting because in hebrew kwisatz haderach is very close that's very close to hebrew words for um it, it basically means by location huh. so it, it's cool that that would show mm-hmm. up you know in sci-fi and these other kinds of movies and stuff but right
1: yeah so great. but
2: those are the uh i think that's all the different things i've mm-hmm. listed
0: that's awesome nice so what about father mcgivney's so father
3: mcgivney's miracle um yeah. uh, so uh, if, if you don't know I, I actually work for the knights of columbus i'm i'm a field I agent guess. with the knights in case that you know our listeners don't now. know if it wasn't painfully <laughs> obvious um but so the miracle and if you ever need insurance
0: please call cody if i thought
3: it's
4: true
0: there you go
3: <laughs> uh but the 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 miracle attributed to father mcgivney's intercession actually happened to a uh, knights of columbus field agent family um and they've actually had a very strong devotion to Father McGivney for years. Uh they, they homeschool uh and they, they actually named their their homeschool Father Michael McGivney Academy. Uh they uh they they have very last... strong devotion.
2: How do you pronounce your last name, Cody?
3: McGivney? No, like oh Lock, shock. Shackle, yeah. Uh, the name the family name is Shackle Uh, his, uh the sorry crying baby
0: um no, crying the, babies are beautiful
3: uh, the <laughs> general agent's name is daniel shackle uh and he he's been working with the Knights of columbus for a while now uh he actually has uh 13 children uh and so the story is that on these this 13th child um they were pregnant for their 13th child and they were really excited and they were actually going to name him uh, benedict after saint benedict uh and then uh they discovered that he has uh, trisomy 21, uh, which is uh, Down syndrome. Uh, so they, they discovered that, and, and they were actually kind of excited about that part, um, to have that that gift from God in their family, uh, to show them how to love uh, simply like a child yeah. uh, at all times. So they were really excited about that.
2: Some um, people asked them why didn't they weren't asking Father McGivney to heal the child of Down syndrome, right? But I mean, it's a gift, you know,
3: and that's, that's exactly what he says. Like this is a gift. We were excited about that part. Uh, And then to find out uh, that uh, the child was diagnosed with uh, fetal. um, Hydrox. 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 Hydrox, Um, which is basically fluid building up in the body. Uh, and and basically the combination of trisomy 21 and fetal hydrox uh, was uh, is fatal 100 percent of the time, uh, and they basically started praying to Father Father McGivney. They started praying, asking other people to pray. Uh, they asked. Father McGivney, uh, actually one night Dan says, you know, one night I was praying and I said, you know, Father McGivney, if, if you, if you pray for us, I will name my son after you.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, so uh, <laughs> they continue on Good down name. the road. They actually <laughs> end up going to uh, Fatima uh, and actually oh. for the Knights of Columbus um uh, award trip basically uh they end up going to fatima
4: every like year every year there's
3: a different trip for and the
4: insurance program this
3: happened to be the first time that they did a pilgrimage for the trip uh and and so they they went to fatima um, while she was pregnant while she was pregnant while, while she was still in the womb and, and this on, was
2: was this the 100th anniversary of fatima like it coincided with that year it
3: had been. I, that's it had a great been
4: question well. that i don't know the answer it to. it would have been like last year five years ago oh
3: no this would have been five years ago yeah five years ago uh and so on uh before they left for the trip in order to make sure everything was safe they actually did an ultrasound uh and the ultrasound came back and showed you know that he he was still had the hydrox his body was still collecting fluid um and but they ended up going uh to fatima um, now they weren't trying to like get to the front of the line and have a miracle or anything. They were there and they were praying and they were experiencing the beauty and, and they were, they were in, enjoying their time uh, all the while, you know, praying obviously. Um, and then they, uh, and, and he, obviously he'd, he'd tell the story better obviously. Um, but they heard the gospel that day uh, and it was the gospel where Jesus said uh, uh, this, this, Generations' uh, hearts are hard, go to your son will live. And this kind of brought some hope to them. Uh, and then, but they, they went back home uh, not really expecting anything, uh, but uh, there was still some hope. And uh, apparently, uh, they did an ultrasound shortly after they got back, and there was no sign of the fetal hydrox. Uh, everything had cleared up. And the the, the doctor had come in and was like, yeah, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to go in and you're going to have the, the baby. And here's the doctor that's going to do this. The doctor's going to do this as soon as he's born, like so that we can take care of him. Uh, and she was like, wait, y'all told me, you know, not that long ago that my baby wasn't going to live. And the doctor flipped the chart and was like, oh, you just got back from Europe, didn't you? And, and you're the one that just got back from Europe. And they're like, yeah. It's like, yeah, your ultrasounds came back great. So you, your baby's gonna live so it was just this awesome beautiful thing and and it, it's uh been attributed to father michael mcgivney has an intercession uh the other part of it that's really cool i said remember that may 15th date earlier right. is that michael mcgivney shackle was born on may 15th which was, was the
1: first that was the, it, it the may first 15th council. was the
3: first council of the knights of columbus it was when it was signed, the charter. That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. yeah.
3: Awesome. So, and it's also it's really the one with
1: awesome. Mary
3: with uh, Fatima. That's right. True. And so that year, the Knights of Columbus was actually dedicated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary uh, while they were in Fatima. So that was something that was kind of a surprise for them as well. You know, like, whoa, awesome. Um, but, yeah, so that's the story of the miracle that has been attributed to Father McGivney and, that has moved him towards his beatification.
4: And we were wow. we were blessed to be sent on... One of the trips that the Knights does last year to Bermuda, and they were there. Yeah, their son wasn't there, but but the couple that this latest miracle was for was there. So we were really excited when we found out that that was the yeah that was the miracle that pushed Father McGivney over the edge to
3: yeah
4: to beatification. Awesome.
3: So, yeah. so yeah, that's uh that that's what's pushing towards the beatification now. Um, I'm not sure the... Yeah. So we, we actually last uh, fall um i got we got the opportunity to take How our family our um what hold on. on we got to go back here
1: <laughs> we don't know what we're, we're going to share right? our
3: screen real quick we're just going to share uh, a photo or a few um we actually had the opportunity to go to uh new haven connecticut y'all see it it's working i see it yeah okay.
1: so we actually <laughs> had the
3: opportunity to go to new haven connecticut to uh the the, the birthplace of the knights of columbus I... uh, and we got to see the, uh, they have
4: a museum, that's Columbus
3: Museum, and
4: there's a ton of really cool stuff in it. Um, but I didn't put all the cool stuff. I just picked the photos of um, that. Basically, they have like his vestments there, Father McGivney's mm-hmm. vestments. That you can kind of see right there. Vestment stoles, um, yeah, all a kinds lot of, of awesome his, stuff. A lot of his personal belongings. Um, like these were his like holy water bottle, which is pretty ba looking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his rosary and his cross it's a really incredible museum and i mean i think it, it's free
3: it was free yeah and they have
4: a lot of relics of different saints they have like um the city of new york donated a piece of of the twin towers to the museum yeah. um, right. because a lot of knights of columbus passed away in right. 9-11 mm-hmm. and the knights um donated to them this one's just that I thought Francis was adorable, but it actually that he he was posing like the little child reaching up to Mother Teresa, yeah. and I think there's just one oh, our more. screen
3: sharing is paused.
4: Is it? Yeah, I don't
3: think the last few have worked. I think it was
0: just yeah. I was, I was wondering why you're you're describing. Oh, these.
4: how do we? How do we? How do we? We're <laughs> screen sharing. It's
3: it's Hold on, let's <laughs> new share.
4: We know what we're doing.
3: <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. we
1: so Don't know what
4: we're doing. <laughs> Here you go.
3: Let's okay, wait. Try. I've got
4: each photo open, so just click on the photo. Oh, app.
3: there we go. All right. Okay. So
4: there's so his vestments.
3: There's his vestments. Oh, his vestments. oh there we go. There. Wow, there we go.
4: Yeah. Um.
2: And then one, uh, I was struck when I uh, St. Anthony of Padua, like his vestments. He was so he was kind of short. You know, they're beautiful.
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not Where's as he? tall. <laughs> I think I think Father McGivney was fairly tall. There was one more picture of his, like his belongings.
1: Um, oh, yeah,
3: his belongings. Uh, on the far
4: right, Cody, right there. Oh, there. Right
3: there. This one. Um, right so this that's
4: course. like his holy water bottle.
2: Is that a pictorial cross?
4: Maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know.
1: But it's like Giant a really, like, it's like a really tiny
4: mosaic, I think, like of yeah, like, St. Peter's Basilica really and stuff. And then also, we also saw um, the church there.
3: St. Mary's, real fast. Uh, which is where his body is his now, body's
4: inter- interred. Um, but the church was, was under construction, have to share it's, the screen,
3: you got to go to share, and
4: It's not there, oh there it is, here. I need to make it full screen, okay, well, so that's Rose, the back of Rose's head, is it still sharing the photo, or did it yeah. stop, okay, yep. We did not see see a
0: a tiny chipmunk. (laughs) We saw a chipmunk,
4: which, being from New Orleans, where there are no chipmunks, that was exciting. (laughs) because the church was under construction, and so we could not go inside. But Cody's been Uh, inside and seen. Like he's not in. It's a beautiful church. I mean, what we don't know. I don't
3: think we've actually opened the tomb.
2: What if he has an Uh, odor of sanctity?
4: Maybe Maybe he has an odor of sanctity. Maybe. Go to New Haven, Connecticut, and you will see all sorts of cool Catholic mm-hmm. things.
3: Absolutely, like the the, the, the the town is like. Wait, wait. Uh, she has one more thing. Sorry.
4: I think I don't know. Oh, that's not working. You keep talking.
3: Um. So yeah. You keep it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We had a great time. <laughs> a lot of thing. fun. Uh...
4: Smelled like sanctity. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's just one group photo of us. All right yeah okay
3: so we're gonna stop sharing now and go back to no
4: more sharing. yeah
3: no more sharing no. Um, but yeah so if you get the I opportunity see to my to the heaven, again, though. take it it's awesome uh, yeah. visit the uh the knights of columbus museum you see the history of the knights of columbus and become all the, the great works columbus. that you've done
0: mm. and become a knight you Get a cool sword
4: you get a sword yeah. <laughs> they
1: don't That's only get if no you're
0: fourth sword. degree though right only
3: <laughs> fourth degree yeah
0: so yeah, if, I mean, you could just buy a sword. If
1: exactly. You, you can just buy
3: it. one. Exactly. Uh, but if stopping? you're interested in becoming a Knight of Columbus, actually right now we have this really awesome promo going on. Uh, you can go to www.kfc.org backslash join us and uh, type in your information, and you can use the code McGivney2020, and you can join the Knights of Columbus for free today, which yeah. uh, and you got to August 5th to do that, which uh, is awesome. And we, we're doing that to celebrate the upcoming beatification on October 31st. It's actually going to take place at St. Mary's in New Haven, Connecticut. So, Thanks. uh pretty excited about that. Um, Cody
1: wants I to, want to like go. sneak off. Yeah, and... I
3: want to get out there. Um, but apparently. Which is, it nor- so
4: is it normal for beatifications to happen not in Rome? Like, is it that canonizations happen in Rome and beatifications happen like in the locality of the person? I was just surprised. Mm. It's in New Haven. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh,
3: it's interesting. So real quick, before we go to that last and final step of canonization, i um, uh, the, the death of Father McGivney, right? We mentioned earlier that he died during a pandemic. Uh, he died during the the Russian flu pandemic uh, of 1880, 1889, 1890. Uh, he was only 38 years so old.
2: They do name him after the country of origin.
3: <gasps> but here's also um, so, some interesting stuff. He died of pneumonia during this flu, right? The, during this pandemic. Um, but <sighs> Recent research has shown that the Russian flu is actually more akin to our modern day coronavirus whoa. Then,
1: than then to, to flu. a flu.
3: Yeah. So, so we like, like a lot of the symptoms and stuff were the same, a lot like uh, like it led to pneumonia. It led to all these other difficulties. People had the same thing of sense of smell and sense of taste oh. gone. Like all these different things like kind of fell into it. It was like, whoa.
1: That's crazy. Whoa.
3: So I say that to encourage everyone to uh, ask for Father McGibney's intercession. Get number two. coronavirus uh, For the end of coronavirus, and also if you have any family members or loved ones that have been diagnosed with COVID, uh, do ask for Father McGibney's intercession, uh, being that that is what he's, uh, roundabout way he could have died from. it. Head. It has a special place in his heart. So definitely, uh, include him in, 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 in prayer and have that intercession of, of this wonderful man of God, uh, who's done so much for the lives of so many people.
4: And also quick, quick little blurb before we shift gears that, um, of course this year there was a lot of talk of like Christopher Columbus,
1: mm-hmm. whether
4: he committed uh, atrocities and stuff. And, um, there's a lot of, um, Debate about that a lot of people think it's like a settled issue, but obviously he if he committed atrocities unacceptable terrible but um, That the reason father McGivney chose him. Did you already say this? Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason father McGivney chose him as the patron For the Knights was because at the time there was actually a lot of anti-immigrant sentiment in the country and Christopher Columbus particularly anti-immigrant sentiment towards people from like the Mediterranean regions of like Italy and Spain and, you know, Greece and places like that. And also Ireland, um, mm-hmm. which is not, I realize is not Mediterranean, but also the Irish. <laughs> we don't want to leave them out. With
2: Columbus, um, you get, you get not only cause he's Italian, right. He is what? Right.
4: Genoa. But yeah, he
2: yeah. was um, you know, he flew under the flag of Spain. Right. Right, Two for one. you
4: know? Right. They're... Exactly. So in, in choosing him, nowadays, people are like, oh, he's this emblem of Europe-ness, European-ness. But at the time, he was an emblem of a very marginalized group of mm-hmm. people. And that's why the Knights of Columbus picked him. So and, it wasn't, it wasn't to be like, oh, yay, like conquest and colonialism. It was, oh, yay, like, like yeah. people who are often looked down on at the time, you know, mm-hmm. so that's
1: kind of cool. Yeah.
3: And, and, this isn't the first time that uh, Christopher Columbus's name has been attacked. He's attacked over the years. There was actually another popular group back in the 1930s to 1950s at the time. They wore hoods. They right? wore white hoods. Yes, <laughs> um, they attacked the name of Christopher Columbus very vehemently, actually. Oh, okay. so, they're talking about. They just like the letter K. K. Yes, the KKK. Okay. K- K- yes. I thought you
4: were like another group that were white.
3: <laughs> no, no. They, they, oh, no. The KKK K- uh, was, was very, very anti-, anti Christopher Columbus.
4: Because uh, he was Catholic and because he was right.
3: Yeah. Uh, and so uh, there's all kinds of things that we could say about that, but we won't go into what, that. Oh, say,
4: oh, any oh, atrocities oh. he did commit, we are firmly opposed to, but there's more. There, it's not as set. It's it's not as. How do I put this? There's well, historical. Very dis, there's there's historical discrepancies. discrepancies. There, mm. there's not, I, I, there there's not. There's conflicting accounts of what yes. Columbus did. So it's not mm. settled. Yeah. It's not settled history. Yeah. Basically, well, if you
2: look at the primary sources, like the the main primary source that people look to, uh, to claim that Columbus committed these are genocide and various things is uh, bartholomew de las casas yes right uh, who said a lot of good things he was glowing about columbus he was just talking about what was happening in those days you know with the spread of disease that was brought from europe not the least of which is who bubonic plague and yellow fever and these sorts of things um, but there are other primary sources that No, do not um, that show that de las Casas is in the minority of even the bad things he said about him. So if we're going by the majority of primary sources, it it just isn't supported in the historical record. And I read an article
4: today that had a, first of all, it wasn't really citing sources, but the one source that did cite, there was a quote, and it was like, quote, a word, dot, dot, dot. A word. Dot. 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 <laughs> yeah. Quote. Well, I was <laughs> like, you can't do that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah.
4: You can't take individual. You could do that. You could make things say whatever you want.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Pelosi said Trump mm. is dot. 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 Right. A great humanitarian. Dot. 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 Right. <laughs> exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
4: exactly.
3: So anyway. nice Anyway. But yeah, uh, so originally, Father McGivney actually proposed to be called the Sons of Columbus. Um, but uh, the reason that it was changed to Knights of Columbus is because it's awesome. Well, because it's awesome, but there were a lot of um, Civil War veterans uh, in that that area of the country that um, they felt that it was was, uh, upon them to call themselves the Knights to fight for civil liberties, Uh, and so it actually is kind of a result of the Civil War that we became the Knights of Columbus, and this was in the northeastern part of the United States, right? And so there, there's actually a very long line of Knights of Columbus fighting for civil equality as well, uh, so for racial equality. So it's just that ironic like that they're super, attacking Christopher Columbus, that they were like, Knights of Columbus.
4: They were like basically kind of progressive by like modern yeah. <laughs> I
3: It's like, oh, those
4: Knights of Columbus. And, you know. yeah.
3: Now granted, obviously there are, you know, stories that, that go the other way with individual councils that did not do the right thing at the right time.
0: Um, but I don't
3: know these stories.
4: For the most hey, what, part, the Knights of Columbus the institution the right doesn't have
0: history. the black sheeps in them. Yeah. Right.
3: Exactly. Right. Um, right. But, but yeah, for the most part, the Knights of Columbus, though, has been on the, the the right side of history.
4: Yeah, but every now and then they get someone, you know, like right now they have Cody. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> Probably not a just, good decision on their part. They just got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. It was also, um,
2: <laughs> Columbus was also a third order Franciscan. So, mm. well he's a member of their friends
3: yeah one of the things Florida. that that uh, so Columbus wrote about how beautiful the people were right like whenever he came to America he was talking about the beauty of the people the beauty of their culture and how he wanted to learn about their culture
4: which that's the right? only thing I consistently found was that he said they'd make good servants when he when he found the people like like and i was like while well, that's not overly tasteful yes. that's really not the worst thing a person could <laughs> right. say like it's not like i think we should kill them all
1: you right
2: know? yeah no. like, if, like if you were to compare maybe what our troops did in the great west um with right. the native americans you know
4: right yeah right exactly
3: well let's uh let's bring it back away from Columbus though back to <laughs> let's bring it
4: back away from that
3: <laughs> right uh and so the last step to become a saint is to get one more miracle attributed to your intercession. So two miracles total attributed so to your intercession. So he just needs one more miracle. So I encourage you all again to pray for the intercession of Father Michael McGivney, uh, especially in this time of pandemic, uh, and, and 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 for uh, because he did start uh, the largest Catholic fraternal organization, uh, and we're actually one of the we're the strongest financial. Catholic uh, organization. So pray for the intercession for your finances. Pray for the intercession for uh, your fraternity, your unity, your charity, your patriotism. Uh, just pray for for his uh, pray for his intercession for uh, all the needs that you cool may have. Show,
4: show him. Show them his picture again. That guy. That guy. Pray
3: to him. <laughs> yeah,
4: He's
2: has a nicely parted hairdo. I know,
1: right? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I, I see. Like, like what's funny is all of uh, I Right. <laughs> oh was, what,
1: he what, does cool. look like
4: Scott. <laughs> one
2: <laughs> like if
4: he just yeah, shaved a beard, yeah, like if you, shade shade a beard you know. Yeah, because
2: yeah, he looks like a little kid,
0: you know. <laughs> 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 he de- he does have quite the baby face.
2: <laughs> yeah, if I shaved the beard, it'd be I'd look you think I had one of your kids on or something. <laughs> Oh, uh, one but one one cool thing about KC oh. that I don't want to. Uh, I always love talking about it is that they were the ones that petitioned uh, Congress to get the words "under God" in the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Yes. Which, um, yeah,
3: the Knights of Columbus had the, the the phrase "under God" added to the Pledge of Allegiance in the
0: 1950s, right? They, I
2: think they yeah petitioned under Eisenhower,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We do, a, we do a lot wow, of great something things. something religious being like petitioned to the government and they, being approved
1: yeah, right. Right, so it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah
2: and it's still there right it hasn't yet yeah. it's, yes. still, it's been, the test it's been, of been officially
0: long. removed even though it's not said very much anymore Can I, I can't remember the last time i said i like elementary school we'd <laughs> say the pledge of allegiance and then I don't know if that's yeah. normal, and then after that, it I never it never came up ever.
2: The time um, I say the Pledge of Allegiance, me anyway, at, the, at my KC meetings.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> true.
4: Did y'all say about how the Knights added the Under God thing? Yeah, that's
3: what we were okay. just saying. Yeah, Sorry. Mary, where have you been for the last two?
4: I know, years? right? I thought it'd be funny <laughs> to just answer the phone and be like, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast," but then Cody muted it, so
2: it hey, was just hey. a. When you talk about that, they added Under God to the um, Pledge of Allegiance.
3: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, they did that in, in the 1950s. I'm just
4: going to call her back this is Because that's going to be.
3: Yeah, okay. somebody said under God wasn't always there. No, it was not. It, it, it was added in the 1950s, I mean, the Knights of Columbus. God uh,
4: was always there. God was always there, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. But he, under he God was, was
3: there. Not. Uh, not. Not mm. the phrase God. God wasn't there but in the Pledge of Allegiance, but he was there. Guiding our country.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. What? Christopher Columbus?
4: With a with a firm reliance on divine
3: providence. <laughs> Amen.
4: Declaration of Independence, y'all.
3: I'm oh, about to get into the history. Boom. Yeah. Hamilton.
4: Alexander Hamilton. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. I That's still like haven't the seen in second, half.
3: The, <laughs> no. second, That's half, second half. the second half of the
4: podcast is going to hey, be about Hamilton. It's all
3: right. So anyways, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap up this. Any more uh, thoughts, comments about uh, St. Hood, uh, the canonization process, Father Michael McGivney, the Knights of Columbus, uh, any of that good stuff.
0: I'm just going to say that St. Hood's is not, it, it's something we should all strive to attain. We should always, everyone, everywhere, always, Looking for sainthood, and it's not going to be perfect. You, it's the striving, it's the right. being dedicated to it, to always serving God, loving God, and loving everyone you meet. I, I think I heard uh, back when we were you were talking about character, Cody. I, I heard something recently that was just very profound on my heart. It's you you can really judge the character of a person not by how they treat their friends, but how they treat those they would perceive below them, Mm -hmm. you know, those who are weak in, in society, uh, Mm -hmm. our loved ones who, yeah, like, uh, the, the shackles, uh, uh, their son with, with, uh, down syndrome, you know, that, that really speaks volumes of their character Mm -hmm. to, uh, absolutely. You know, to to look with joy for that when Most people would be like just terrified.
3: And then, uh, another really cool connection father mcgibney was one of 13 children oh, michael mcgibney shackle wow. was the 13th that child that
0: is awesome yeah That's now, awesome. father
3: mcgibney was the oldest child of the thirteen. But, okay
0: yeah, but, yeah so <laughs>
3: pretty awesome
0: yeah pretty i like awesome. how we as catholics we're always looking for very convenient things but yeah. <laughs> but it's beautiful because it's, it's it's ri- it's how god writes in a sense he yeah. writes the yeah. story of of the world. You know, it's it's how how these little things are connected, and and having the eyes to see that is is uh, is a gift. As, mm-hmm. And I that's, think.
2: And speaking of Fulton Sheen, or I should say the venerable Fulton Sheen, that's that's what he said. One of my favorite quotes from him is that God does nothing without a finesse of all details. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, God's not just the author of creation, right? He is the author of all authors. Right? He's, yeah, <laughs> he's the greatest that's ever been.
3: Yeah. That as uh, your 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 comment about character and 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 how you, it's not judged by how you treat your your equals, it's judged by how you treat the one of the ways that uh, one of the things I say a good bit is it's it's not. Um, not how you treat just those that you put you deem below you, but how you treat right. those that disagree with you,
1: right? right? Your easy.
3: your enemies. Um, yeah. To treat everyone with the dignity and respect that they deserve, just for being a human being, right? Just for being someone, uh, someone. That's it. You know, a child of God, uh, your brother in Christ, your sister in Christ, and now they may not know it, but they are, right? Uh, and so to to treat them with that dignity of Christ being within them at all times, even even in the arguments, even in the dis- disagreements, uh, even if it's like, that is the dumbest argument I've ever heard, <laughs> you know, that, treat that person and with, with respect. Those, right? We've heard all of I mean, I've probably given a few of those dumb arguments. You know, yeah. it is what it is, right? <laughs> so treat me with
0: respect when I'm stupid, You know, right. you know, exactly. there you go. Because we're we're not perfect all the time, and it, even we make mistakes when we think we're right. And, yeah. Even
1: exactly. we, exactly.
0: Yeah. I like that. There's a there's a meme. I don't know what it's from, but there's this one guy who's like just making this face. Like, I don't know if anybody recognizes that, but I've <laughs> I seen that with with a picture of like when you're in the middle of an argument and you realize you've uh, misunderstood something, and it's like. Oopsie. Like kind of like a uh, I did an oopsie Oh kind of oh thing. I know what you're
4: talking about. I know the movie. Yeah.
0: it's it's the it's the uh, African American guy. I can't. Yeah I, yeah. I I was like, bring it up. But anyway, and, right. and then before we get too far, I just want to say hi, Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Maxwell. Maxwell says
0: hi to me.
4: Maxwell <laughs> says hi to Eric, not to us. Got just it. to Eric.
0: So
3: we're gonna wrap up this episode, and we're gonna take a brief like two second intermission and uh we're gonna hop into the second episode are we
4: gonna like play the theme
2: music yes yep yep i'm gonna cue this sucker up
0: i'll I'll do the i'll do the mouth noise version
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys for nerding out with us the catholic nerds this is scott smith mary reed cody reed and special guest
0: Uh, rpg catholic eric (laughs) dumont
2: we're gonna be back
0: please do uh,
2: subscribe to this podcast and share with all your friends yeah. uh, like us on Facebook all those good things uh, and remember kids become saints because what what else is there <laughs> amen love it yeah. that's, that's going
4: on all the Scott Smith holy cards <laughs>
1: become
4: a saint because what, what, else? Else, what is else is
1: there, there? <laughs>
0: T shirt with his face on it. and It's got the quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else <Okay>. is there?
4: <laughs> Nobody else dances. Turn the
3: volume up.
0: Yeah,
4: That's all I, I got. Okay, I'm giving it to my video. That's
3: all I got, Captain. Facebook
2: live video <laughs> all right. We're we going off and then okay. back on. Yeah, I think
4: yeah. let's go off Facebook. Okay. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back.
2: Bye. 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 Okay.
4: Okay.